we know that you were born magical. We know that you are intuitive and we know that you are brimming with everyday enchantment. Here at the Sisters Enchanted, we believe in intention, we believe in intuition, and we believe in everyday magic. Welcome in to the Expedition to Soul podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast. I'm Sarah, founder of the Sisters Enchanted, and today we have a very special guest. We are joined by Danielle Capri. She is our creative director and visual designer. I was going to say like, I was trying to say like hostess with the mostest creative designer of she's the finer of the creative designers. <laughs> I like it. Tried really Hello. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> tried so hard. <laughs> um, Danielle is joining us today to talk about self-care as a creative. If you don't know, we have a few fabulous self-care resources for you over at 21dayselfcare.com. So be sure to check those out. Um, but I wanted to talk to Danielle because I find that being – now, Danielle and I are very different in what I would say like being a creative. I would say we're both creatives, but we're super different. And I find it challenging to care for myself often because I – we'll get into this. But I wanted to talk to Danielle about it. Because she is different than me in a lot of ways. And I wanted to ask her about self-care as a creative. So, Danielle, why don't you tell us a little bit about you? Where do you want me to begin? Like my well, creative background? I guess <clears throat> that, you know, you're the most finer of the designers. So, like, <laughs> what got you there? <laughs> so, um, I guess, and I just want to say for the record, this is my first podcast episode. So <laughs> I'm usually the one behind the scenes, fellow listeners, that yeah. edits it all together, but this is the first this time I'm actually talking. Oh, I just realized <laughs> you are not going to like editing this. I never listen to myself back, ever. Oh, yeah. It's going to be super weird. I was going to say that. It's going to be really weird. I don't watch myself back because I move around a lot and like I'm always darting my eyes about in thought. And then when I watch myself, I'm like, Wow. You need a chill pill, Sarah. So I just don't watch myself back and I don't listen to myself back. So you are gonna you're not gonna enjoy that. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> it's okay. That's part of the job, right? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. Anyway. All right. Continue. Yes. So um I guess I'll talk about what I am as a creative, since that's basically what this is about. Sure. Since you and I are very different. Um, my form of creativity is more of like a visual artist. I would say uh, I have like a, a formal background in graphic design and photography. Um, so visual art is, is my creative jam. Uh, aside from that, like I like drawing and, and making things with my hands and knitting and crocheting and like crafty things. Like I like to be busy in that. That's like my creative outlet. If it came to words, nope. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes to some other things that people are like really like 3d related things it's not that's not my jam flat <laughs> flat <laughs> flat visual things uh you know that's that's how I identify as a creative but there's so many different types of creatives and I feel like there's no one right way to be a creative and there's no one wrong way to be a creative and just you know yeah like you said at the start, like we're two completely different kinds of creatives and that helps balance each other out. 
<laughs> Danielle and I definitely like approach things very differently. And it's definitely, I think like it helps you really to grow when you surround in like uncomfortable ways, when you surround yourself with people who are very different, you know, cause you've really got to find, you take a deep breath and think like, wait a second, that's just different, you know, not wrong. It's just different, which can yeah. be really hard for, um, you know, like us to grow into just thinking that way. Um, yeah. When, it, when I think of myself as a creative, I have lo loads of ideas and I can like write and spin a story and look at projects and put things together. Uh, but you're definitely more of that visual artist and bringing things to life in that visual way. So yes. what do you think when we talk about self-care here, we talk about creating a life that feels like self-care. And when we say that, like setting yourself up for a job that you love and is fulfilling and makes you feel like you're caring for yourself or like relationships or the way your house is or how you spend your time and your money. Um, so you're, you're not just searching for self-care opportunities because you're, you've built a life full of self-care opportunities with being a creative person who has lots of ideas, wants to do lots of things. Cause you do, that's one thing you didn't mention is you, not only are you creative, but you have your hand in like 10 different pots of creativity, <laughs> all with all like deadlines and commitments. <laughs> and that's what I think um, when it comes to self-care as a creative, that can be challenging because you you own, you make candles that you sell, you mm -hmm. do photography, you work here, you do, um, you, you do, you work at a film editing studio, whatever yep. you describe that you do that also. So when you're creative and you just, you want to create, but then it becomes a thing you have to do. And then your self care is also creative though. But like, how do you, how do you do create this life that feels like self care and taps into the things that are your, your own brand of magic and like bringing joy and delight to life, but then can turn to feeling like a burden because you've just put it all on there. That's yeah. a lot. It's a slippery slope. <clears throat> so I actually have a lot of thoughts on this because, <laughs> um, one, I took notes, <laughs> I wrote it all down. So hopefully I remember to, to say what I wrote down, but I'm sorry. I'm <clears throat> okay. I always have to clear my throat. Um, it's very challenging when you are fortunate enough because let's be honest, it's very fortunate to actually to consider yourself a creative person and to consider yourself an artist and to be able to work in that field. And I've been so lucky to be able to job after job work as a graphic designer and to still also be a photographer, mostly like playing both roles in a in a department or in a job um, position which also isn't very normal for people in my industry to actually be able to like switch on and off. So that's, that's something that's always helped me is the fact that even under my job responsibilities, being able to switch back and forth between being a graphic designer and then doing the photography kind of makes it so that I don't burn out my abilities on either one. Sometimes it still does get really challenging. And there's been multiple times throughout my career and my life where I've just not wanted to touch a camera. I've been like, 
uh, okay, so like I get to do this for my job and that's so awesome. And like, I'm so insanely, I, I've never lost gratitude when being able to call myself a professional creative. Um, but you do get burnt out and I've, I've had to put the camera down for myself and not been able to create in that regard. Um, the only thing that gets me back into creating for myself with that is time away from it and like letting it just kind of sit and collect dust as weird as that seems. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's so easy to get burnt out as a creative and to, to be constantly creating for others all the time and to, um, lose a piece of yourself in that because you're constantly trying to produce for deadlines. So one of the things that I find is most important is to focus on other aspects of self-care for myself. So like I'll go for walks. I will um, schedule time to like be physically active to get myself pushing in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I focus more on the body and let let the creative juices come back to themselves because I think another thing that's important for people to realize is that even when you, when you are creative, there's ebbs and flows to that creativity and sure. similar to like the cycle of the year, like you could be more creative in the winter because the snow speaks to you, the cold air speaks to you, or you could be dormant in the winter. You could be yeah. more active in the summer when, when things are vibrant and full of life around you. And that's when you're fueled with creativity. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important to recognize behavioral habits and to give yourself a break. <laughs> like, <laughs> not yeah. not even just like a physical break, but like cut yourself some slack and realize like you can't produce all the time. It's just yeah. not possible. Yeah. Well, no, that's what um, I love that you mentioned that because for me, like doing things like this is like very creative for me and thinking up what we're going to talk about and when and uh doing all of this that we've been doing for almost six years straight now, we, when we relaunched the podcast recently with a new name, um, we replayed some older episodes and videos and things in the interim. And like, I, we could have kept making episodes right up until, but it was like, I can relate to that because I was like, well, we have all this stuff. Like, I'm just going to take a break (laughs) from coming up with ideas and, we'll just replay some things and then we'll start fresh with newness, but you do have to step back. And I think it's an interesting thing because I, I would think that you and I are very lucky because of the life we're able to lead, you know, and you do have Mm -hmm. lots of side gigs and things going on, but your main job here, you have that, unless we're taking photos, like you have location freedom, you have time freedom to decide when you're going to work, what hours you're going to work. Like, you know, we always, I always say like, I don't care when you work, (laughs) just like, like, we got the job done. Other than that, just do it. Um, so, and I think that a lot of people would like really, you know, like that's, that's the goal, be able to have location freedom and have this. But I think that when you're a creative person though, and yourself, you like manifest that I have like a love hate relationship with the word manifest, but Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what we've done, right? Like brought this in this thing that we want, but then you get it and you're, you, you have the job that fuels that creative need, but then what do you do when you're trying to decompress from the job? Because that's also your creative outlet. Like the sisters enchanted is my creative outlet. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm just sisters enchanted it out, (laughs) like what else do I do? (laughs) Well, like personally, I have like a huge toolkit of just like random stuff 
that interests me. So like that's kind of what started me making the candles. Like it was like a party favor for my my uh, sister-in-law's baby shower for my niece. And then I was like, well, this is fun. And this is a totally different creative outlet. And now I'm going to like make these candles because it's, it's magic when you're making candles. It's a chemistry process. It's yeah. scientific. It's to a book. Like I don't, I have to follow the exact science. So it it's making my brain switch in a different way. So like, and it's hard to find those things that like spark you and make you want to keep working basically after yeah. you're done working for the day. But yeah, finding other creative outlets that are still in <laughs> on brand <laughs> for yourself. <laughs> but like, I, there's been times where like I've tried needle punching, which is like a cross stitch type yeah. thing. Like it's a fiber art. I've tried that. I've tried needle felting, which I know you like to do. Yes, I love to. It's a good aggression. Stab, stab. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep stabbing until it forms something cute. <laughs> right. Um, but like where where I will find extreme burnout is in October, I like to participate in. I guess I loosely follow along with Inktober, but it's not actually the Inktober prompts. Um, I just challenge myself to to draw daily and to post it to my social media daily. And that that can be challenged. By the end of October, I'm like, is this done yet? Yeah. But then I look back on the month and I'm like, wow, I, I did it for 31 days. Like I made something that I shared with people, do they like it? I don't care. It's for yeah. me. It's not for my Instagram followers. If they like yeah. it, that's awesome. But like, it's just, yeah, just for me. Um, yeah. It's really hard though. Cause there's other days where I just loaf on the couch and I'm just like, this is self-care. Mm -hmm. For sure. I recently brought out um, my, I have an electric keyboard. I played piano forever. I just don't play often. So I'm rusty but I busted that out of the attic and put the stand back up and it's got a place in the house now recently got my sewing machine out the other day it was sewing oh, I great. feel like I'm just like doing all the things trying to get that creative boost outside of the thing that I've that I do for creative outlet all the time which for me it has turned into my my career but um anyway yeah self-care is a creative I think that when we look at self-care, we, I think you can look at it for in like a couple different ways, something you're doing just to breathe, relax, and be here right now as self-care. But then even bigger, what we talk about with this idea of creating this life, that's self-care. And I do think that even in that, you still need those moments just to breathe and just do something for the sake of doing like nothing, but you're still doing something to get that energy moving. Yeah. Um, and I really do think that as a creative person, which I think a lot of people listening to this and our community members are, because our community members are always making stuff. Oh, whether they're sharing great things all yeah, the time. <laughs> we all are very creative. Some and of those I, magic spell jars are just like, absolutely. Yeah. I can't make stuff like that. And yeah, I consider and myself creative. Think of caring for yourself. Like, what do you do when the thing that you do for self-care feels like it's not? you know, care anymore. It's such a tough spot to be in. Yeah. And it, I feel like that happens a lot with people who then try to like monetize on things that they consider self-care. Like when people make beautiful wreaths or um, like the candles or, or just anything like they make jewelry because it started as a passion project and then it quickly becomes a job and they're like, well, wow, this is great. I'm making money on it. But now all of a sudden, like I dread this thing that I loved and it's, 
I, I don't know. It, yeah. It, it kind of sucks, but like, I think what's important is something that you definitely touch on in the book is, is scheduling time for self-care. So even if that means like when you're, when you're sitting down looking at your week ahead, like schedule those times where you can take a walk, schedule the times where you can paint your fingernails, schedule the times where you can take the extra long shower and deep condition your hair. Like that's all self-care. Yeah, for sure. And I think too, like if you are, if you are, if you find yourself fortunate enough to be able to do the thing you love that's creative and you do it for, for work, which I think really is the ultimate, like that's the ultimate privilege to yeah. do what you love to do and it's creative and it fills you up. But the reality is, is there are hard days and it won't feel like it's self-care. I think when you do those other things that you mentioned, um, taking that step back to help you remember why you're doing the other thing to begin with. You know, like if I feel really burdened remembering that, you know, I actually love to talk and I love to write and I love to communicate ideas and I love to help people learn and help people grow. And through doing something else, like maybe going for the walk or um, like doing some, like I love to go to the float tank, mm -hmm. float tanks, you know, doing things like that. And it just gets you away from the thing that you're so passionate about long enough to just reset your thoughts about it also. I think another thing that really helps with with reinvigorating yourself is listening to other content that matches like or even doesn't match just is something that helps inspire you. Uh, music is a big inspiration for me when I'm drawing. So like to just throw on a playlist or like if I'm driving, like I'll, I'll purposely go for longer drives and just like listen to music and like wait until something sparks in me and then I'll like write a list. And then as soon as I'm inspired to draw again, I've got a list of prompts that, that I can draw. I, I think it's also important, like whenever you do feel inspiration, but you don't feel compelled to create, to write it down. So you can always come back to it. You don't forget that idea. Yes. I have so many, my notes app in my phone sometimes. I look at it and I'm like, what was I even trying to take note of? But because <laughs> it yeah. makes sense <laughs> in the moment. And then later I'm like, um, I think I'd been overcome by somebody else when I wrote that because it makes no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. just getting it out of your head so you don't forget it, mm -hmm. I think it's really, really um, important. Like and sometimes that's about. just enough, you know, yeah. like it, it's good for those like downtimes, like when you're, when you're. <laughs> overburdened with like all the other stuff I mean, you can circle back to it later it's it's always gonna be there I guess yeah yeah so many people come to all the things we do here like um tarot or any kind of divination or spell work or um setting up a crystal grid like as this form of self-care and I think it's once you like really start to love it and you're really inspired by it, I think it's perfectly natural too, that even these things that we do as hobbies, um, eventually you just kind of get like a little, uh, well, I don't really want to do that. And then you kind of feel like bad because the thing you loved and got all these tools for now you don't want to do, but I think mm -hmm. it just ebbs and flows and, um, caring for yourself through that, you know, time, and then you'll be refreshed to do it again. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything else you want to add, Danielle? Uh, let me let me just consult with my notes because I did have some other, <laughs> other things. Well, my I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like when I 
when I do feel burnt out too, which is a big part of being creative is like burnout is natural. And Mm. I like to equate myself. This is probably part of the reason why I draw, I draw little robots, but I will equate my energy level creatively with like whether or not I have a battery reserve. (laughs) It's like the same with like introverts, like in general, like, you know, like when you're around too many people for too long, you can feel your energy drain and you need to recharge your batteries. Um, but some stuff that like helps with my recharge is even just like cleaning my space. Like that helps. That's self-care is like if my office and my desk has become a complete mess and I've got tools everywhere and I've got the craft I did two days ago still sitting out and like there's scraps of paper everywhere. Just a deep clean of the space is enough to like move my energy around, moves the energy in the space around. And it kind of like helps you relook at everything with a fresh set of eyes. And I think that, you know, cleaning is self-care. <laughs> yeah. Well, one of the things we talk about when we talk about self-care and in the book is these very like um, we talk about practical self-care, relational self-care. And it's all this stuff that you think like might not it doesn't fit the picture of what we've been told is self-care. But all of that stuff, like caring, making sure sure your environment is set up to serve you, making sure your, um, you know, like if you love to make candles or whatever it is that you love to do. And for you, it's just your thing that you do on Saturday afternoons or something, or like once a month, you know, self-care can be, um, I don't know, selling something you don't need to have the money to buy all the supplies. If you want like a whole new fancy setup, like that's caring for (laughs) yourself because you're relieving yourself of something you don't need and making space for the thing you do want. So self-care, we can look at it in all different ways. I think that as long as it, whatever you're doing, just make sure it feels like it's supporting you and creative people, as you said, I think are definitely prone to burning out of who just want to create something. Yeah. Anything. And that's part of, that's part of why I end up wearing so many hats and why I'm like, all right, you know, like the sisters is my column a and my main thing, but then like, I still have my photography job and I still have like, I make my candles and I second assistant edit with my brother, like underneath my brother as like a, cause you know, I mean, everything ends up helping each other along the way. Like it's all tools that I need. Like the better I get at editing for him, the better I get at editing for you. It all like, you know, <laughs> it, it, it all like, it's under the same umbrella and it, and it yeah. you know, moves me forward, but it, it does help with, with not getting as burnt out because I'm able to kind of like, I don't know move around within the yeah the scope no I think that's helpful too definitely finding like re-energizing yourself by finding a new way of doing what you've been doing that maybe you're burnt out from yeah or just switching gears like allowing yourself to drop one thing and like just focus on something else for a little while yeah very true mm-hmm. well thank you Danielle for yeah racing us on the podcast where everybody can see you coming out like the wizard of oz coming out from behind the curtain (laughs) (laughs) um as i mentioned before you can learn more about self-care we have free resources and a book at 21dayselfcare.com so you want to make sure to check that out and you can always find all this information around the side or next to or underneath wherever you're listening or watching to this episode and share, review, give us 
the likes and wherever you are, do the things to show that you enjoy this because it really helps us as a small business to reach other people. And it might only take you two seconds and not feel like that big of an act. But for us, it's huge. And we really, 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 really appreciate it. So do all those things. And 21dayselfcare.com is where you want to go for more self-care resources. And we'll have a live version of the 21 Day Self-Care coming up at the end of March. Yep. Yep. We'll be doing it live. (laughs) Yes. We're going to go through it together. So lots of goodness. Get all the details. And we're all going to bring some self-care in as a collective. Give yourself a break. I made it that whole podcast without making one weird voice until the end. (laughs) It's not a podcast without it. (laughs) No, Danielle, you keep me on the straight and narrow. I try. (laughs) (laughs) It's those Scorpio eyes of yours. I I know. She's looking at me again. (laughs) I must be, babe. (laughs) All right. Thank you for being here. And we will see y'all, talk to y'all on the next episode of the Expedition to Soul podcast. Bye.